Welcome to the Menlo Midweek Podcast, where we are getting some extra time with the speaker from last Sunday's message to go a little deeper, get some extra thoughts about the message, and get a behind-the-scenes look at their teaching process. We're your hosts, Mark and Jess. Thank you so much for joining us. This is Menlo Midweek. Hey, everybody, Mark here. And before we jump into today's conversation, I'd like to invite you to consider a year-end gift to the online ministry here at Menlo Church. The gifts that we receive during the months of December fuel what we're able to do in 2023. As we start the new year, we want to start it strong as we're welcoming on Phil Eubank, our new senior pastor. And now that he's on the team, it brings a lot of exciting opportunity to help people find and follow Jesus online. I'm thinking back over this past year and just am so encouraged by the stories of people that we've been able to disciple, not only here in the Bay Area, but all across the world. We've had people sign up for discipleship classes online. I've been able to pray with people through the internet or through the phone. And we've even had people get baptized right here in person because of this online ministry. So I'm especially encouraged by that. And I'm praying that God will continue to move through this ministry in the year of 2023. And we can only do it with your support. So for more information around giving, head over to menlo.church slash give. Now let's jump into today's conversation. Hey, everybody, Mark and Jess here. And we just want to let you know of a few things we are so excited about. So excited. As we kick off this new year. (laughs) You might have heard this if you've been attending with us the last couple Sundays, but we're talking about our Hearing God series Mm -hmm. that kicks off this weekend. This weekend, January 8th, we've got four weeks all about hearing God. So the little summary for it is what would it be like to hear from God? Really hear from him and know that it wasn't just your inner voice pretending to be God's voice? Mm. Is this even possible? This is what we'll explore in the series as we consider prayer as more than talking at God, but actually hearing from him. And if that like Ooh. resonates with you, which I'm assuming it resonates with most of you, because <laughs> it Especially for sure resonates us. with me, yeah, definitely you're gonna wanna get to one of our campuses or watch online. The four weeks starting this Sunday, January 8th. Um, it's going to be awesome. We'll have a whole resource page as well for some resources of how to really put this into practice and what does that actually look like. Yep. And we are starting a new spiritual practice that mm-hmm. goes along with this series as well. So for that, you got to go to the campuses and hear that or hear uh, it on menlo.online.church where you can watch with us on Sundays or on YouTube. So if that sounds interesting to you, which it should, or someone that you might know, maybe mm-hmm. friends or family that potentially got out of the habit of going to church, haven't gone to church in a long time, it's a great time of the year to be invitational mm-hmm. as people are setting new rhythms for themselves, new rhythms for their families. We would love for our community here at Menlo to be the people that go out and encourage those around them to make great changes for themselves. And yeah. we believe that church is a great change. Amen. Come come to church. So that's super exciting. And we have Phil with us. Oh Today my gosh. is we're recording this on January 2nd or 3rd. <laughs> Can't remember. The days are all the same at this it's point. It's all the same. But Phil has been with us officially for two or three days. Woo! Now. We're so excited. And part of that means that our online community here wants to get to know Phil a little bit more. Yeah. And so we're gonna have him on the podcast for this, I'm hoping more than just this month, but mm-hmm. for this month. That's going to kick off next week. Mm. So join us. We're going to have working title, The Phil Cast, mm-hmm. po- segment of our Menlo Midweek podcast. Where we're just going to get 10 to 15 minutes with Phil. Sit down, chat. If you have any questions that you'd want to ask Phil, please text us at 650-600-0402. Or if you have a su- suggestion for a title Ooh, for it, yes. text that number two. Yes, or suggestion <laughs> for that part of the podcast. And we'd love to pass on your questions to him. 
It'll be a great way for you all to engage with Phil in a space that is a little bit more conversational and long form. And we are equally as excited, if not less excited than you are. Just kidding. We're more excited (laughs) to get to know Phil. So we're super looking forward to that. Stick around. We have an awesome conversation with our Menlo Park students director, Joshua Jewel Horton, Mm -hmm. coming up. Where is the the Phil cast going to be right here Phil's where they're gonna listening? going to be right here on Menlo Midweek Podcast. It's just gonna, probably going to cool. be in the front of it, Great. I'm, I'm guessing. Okay, cool. Yeah. So. Make sure you're subscribed. Fun things ahead. Yeah. Now let's jump into that conversation. Jump. Woo. Welcome to Menlo Midweek, everybody. I'm Mark. I'm Jessica. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And we have Josh Horton, our Menlo Park Students Director here. Yeah, welcome. (laughs) Thanks, guys. I feel like we need, what's a New Year's Eve sound effect? Fireworks? Ooh, fireworks. I'd really like the air horn thing. So let me tell you. We'll just do it again and then I'll just cut that out and I'll put that in. Yeah, perfect. Okay. I do an impression of it, Ooh. but my friend says it sounds, well, I'll do it. Ready? What does that sound like? That's Blue's Clues all day. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> One of my good friends was clues, like, but... is that, um, are you trying to do the reggae horn? Because you sound like Blue from Blue's Clues. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so now I just do it funny. Yeah, I, I know the Blue's Clues <laughs> reference, but after Steve left, I was out. Oh, yeah. Mm, no, it was no more for yeah. me. Yeah. So. Yep. So yeah. tell us about your childhood and blue, yeah. how did Blue's Clues impact you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> clearly very deeply. <laughs> I'm not ready to talk about it yet, actually. <laughs> well, Josh, this is your first time on the podcast. That's right. Welcome. Thanks. Aww. Thanks, guys. It's good to be here. I'm, an, I'm a listener. I was going to say I'm an avid listener. I'm a fairly avid listener. Okay. okay. Yeah, I wouldn't. Better than not listening at all. I don't want to like be quizzed on episode 36 <laughs> from. <laughs> I don't either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. I don't even know what that would be. But we're recording this on January 2nd or 3rd. I don't even. The what, third. One of the those third. days. The third, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How was your New Year? <laughs> yeah. My New Year was good. I mean, New Year's Eve was the day before the, mm. the, the sermon this weekend. So I got to sleep at a cool 1030. Nice. <laughs> and just got some, yeah, I got some rest. It was great. New Year's Eve somewhere, right? Yeah. I know some people who are in New Zealand and they celebrated New Year's at like 7 a.m. Uh, probably the math doesn't check out on that, but <laughs> our time, you know, <laughs> felt like yeah, seven a.m. Yeah. yeah, it felt like seven a.m. Sure. So it was New Year's somewhere. What was your highlight of the whole uh, holiday week off? Appreciate the yeah, that's a good question. I uh, I went to Las Vegas, not not for the reasons you would Whoa. think, but my brother in law lives there, and uh, so we got some good family time with outside of the family. Got to hang out. We did not go to the smoky area we just kind of stayed out of town and it was oh. really nice great there's good coffee in vegas i don't know if you guys you know, know that i really? went there recently mm-hmm. and we stayed like also outside of the vegas area there's like a i forget what it's called but it's like a da- more of a smaller downtown it's like the cool new area you're talking about like the there's like a the og the arts district yes. yeah mm-hmm. that's like the og vegas yeah and uh yeah, amazing coffee. And Should we're go like, to Public Us? This is super cute. Went? Oh, I don't remember the name. Are we allowed to do shout outs on the podcast? Sure. Shout sure. out to Public Us. Please send me discounts for next time I'm there. <laughs> we're not sponsored, but we would be. We would be. <laughs> but yeah, it was this whole little downtown street that I was like, this is so cute. Yeah. Like, I would totally go here. And like weird and quirky. Else. It's like yeah. desert Portland, kind of. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. yeah. That's a good way to describe it. Desert yeah. Portland. They Mark, what about you? What was that. your? Oh, sorry. 
No, no, you're, I said okay. they should copyright that. Oh, yeah. Desert Portland. <laughs> they can copyright it, and then they can give us a discount. Yeah. There we go. There you that go. sounds good. Uh, mine was good. It was a weird time because typically we'll go down south and see my family from Christmas Day through the new year. Mm-hmm. But this year, my parents came up and my brother and sister-in-law came up, and so we hosted everyone up here. Wow. And so... What a time to host people with torrential rains yeah. and <laughs> just gloomy weather the whole time. Everyone is super moody because they're oh, just gosh. like, we don't get this down south very often. So oh, yeah. everyone is all depressed. Was it like, oh, we should have done this in Southern California like we always do? <laughs> no, it wasn't like that. <laughs> That's good. Um, but we did get to go up to the city one day. That was mm-hmm. super fun. Had a lot of good food. Took them to Verve Coffee. Shout out. Coffee Shout bar. Out. And... We went to Blue Bottle as well. Mm-hmm. So, and we're hit. accepting sponsorships from all mm. of those, yes. I think. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. So it was fun. It was really you, fun. Mine was good. Yeah. Hung out with family for a couple of days during, you know, Christmas. Worked all Christmas Eve. Woohoo. Uh, then Christmas Day and the day after was like good family time. My little nephews are so cute. So it's fun hanging out with them now. And um yeah it was really restful it was very nice Mm, one of the days i laid in bed and watched tv the whole day oh that's not one of the days a couple of the days (laughs) um and then i was actually dog sitting down in san jose area for my brother and so my dog got to have a his cousin dog uh play together nonstop, and it was wonderful because they just tire each other out and then sleep the rest of the time so it was great hung out with some good friends some out of town friends it was really sweet I was going to say, you have an energetic dog, so it's nice that it got tired out. Yes. That's helpful. He is uh, one and a half, so he's got a lot of energy still. Yeah, he does. So it was good that his, my brother's dog is like four years old, but he's smaller, or she's smaller than my dog. So my dog like loves that. And it's great. It was great. (laughs) (laughs) It's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Nice. And Josh, this was your first time preaching at 950 for a normal weekend. I know that you teach sometimes at students. That's right. But this was your first time wow, for lots of firsts. The, lots the big of firsts, leagues, if you will. Lots of firsts. Yeah. Yeah. I was in there for uh for student Sunday, which we do oh, yearly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was the first kind of the student Sunday one is halfway. I don't want to say it's written for you, but it mm. there's a very clear like template. Here's what you're preaching on. Yeah. And so this was the first where they were like, do whatever you want, <laughs> which was kind of scary. But it was great. How did you approach do whatever you want? Yeah. Yeah. That's a big that's a big question for your especially for your first time. Yeah. Um and typically yeah. we will have a series that we're a part of where we'll be thinking about this and praying through what we're going to teach on, what passages, how we can relate our spiritual practice to that passage, give out resources. So it's very narrowed to the point where sometimes <laughs> it's like these are your verses and this is the theme. Yeah. Go. But for you it was whatever you want. Yeah, and usually that kind of structure is really helpful because yeah. I mean there's <laughs> just so much. <laughs> of course, can, yeah. And so um, for me, usually when I have the chance to do kind of whatever I want, I will just um, spend some time reading and wait for something to feel inspiring or just cool to me, and then I'll kind of dig into that mm-hmm. subject. So, but actually this time around, uh, I started working on it in early November and. I just searched the word new on like a Bible Hmm. website and uh, looked for a passage that talked about newness. And that's how I found the one that I found. And I was like, this is, I haven't heard a sermon on this for a while. And so why not? And that's kind of how I found that one. 
Awesome. So, so for those that might have missed it, can you dive into your sermon a little bit? Give a summary and then we'll jump in from there. Yeah. So uh, it's out of Second Kings chapter 5, the story of these two guys, Naaman and Gehazi. Uh, Naaman is like a military commander who has leprosy. He goes to Israel looking for a cure and he is told to bathe over and over again in the Jordan River. He's not happy about it, but he does it. And when he does, uh, he is cleansed of his leprosy, and at the same time, he kind of has this heart change. Like, there's this total newness that comes over him. And then this other guy, Gehazi, who's kind of a servant at the time, uh, wants Naaman's money, wants kind of all the, the life that Naaman has, and so he tries to steal it. Uh, and in doing so, he's caught, and he actually ends up with the leprosy that Naaman has. So we looked at these two guys and how they're lives kind of are moving in different trajectories and how do we how do we be more like Naaman who is meeting God and getting to know him and and how did those two those intersecting stories you have someone jealous of another um you have someone that's seeking a cure that he and his possessions his wealth his title can't cure yeah that's a lot of themes to pull from. And so where, <laughs> like, even lot. within yeah. that yeah, story, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. how'd you get to where you got to? Yeah, so good. So um, this is the perfect time. Um, have you guys heard of Tim Keller? Anybody uh, heard of him? He's this up and coming pastor. No, he's the one that directed Dallas. all those dis- No, that's Tim Burton. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People mix them up a lot. Okay, Very yeah, similar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so um, when I found this passage, I was like, this is cool. This is so many verses. How Mm-hmm. What, how do I do this? Um, Tim Keller has done a little bit of writing on this passage and has a few sermons on it mm. um, that were super helpful for me. Um, and I, I'm a big believer in, you know, there are a lot of people in this world who are a lot smarter than I am who have studied a lot longer. And my job is to learn from them mm-hmm. as well as doing the work and learning from scripture. And so Tim Keller helped shape a lot of this passage for me to give mm. me a little bit of a framework. Um, and so... Yeah, shout out to Tim Keller for changing this sermon and my life many times, a thousand <laughs> times over. We'll take sponsorships yeah. from Tim Keller as well. That's right. I don't know what that would look like, but <laughs> just ghost riding. Whatever for it all looks of us. like, I'll Pretty take sweet. it. Yeah, yeah I love awesome. that. I've heard that a couple of times. Of you know, there's nothing new under the sun that you can write, but also uh, just looking to people, like humbling yourself and saying, like, I there's other people that could do this way better than me. I'd love to just learn from them yeah did you immediately like remember a tim keller like sermon or did Mm. you like do another search to try to find who else preached on this yeah so when i find kind of a passage i'll do a search uh i'll do as much reading as i can through commentaries and that kind of Mm -hmm. thing Mm -hmm. um and then i'll do a search um from pastors who i really look up to to see if they've done work on the subject Mm. and so yeah, that's what I, I did with Tim Keller and was very grateful that he had <laughs> things on this because I was like, how do I narrow this down? Yeah. So. You included some Tim Keller. Mm-hmm. And as you, were, as you were talking your message, it reminded me of this Instagram video that I saw where you had here, sports, big sports guy here. Not really, yeah. but this is as much <laughs> as I'll dive into sports as I can. <laughs> Take it. Uh, there is a football player, Rob Gronkowski, mm-hmm. Who needed to get X amount of catches in a game to receive his bonus for that day? So he taps his quarterback and says, "Hey, I just need one more catch. Just oh throw me gosh. the ball." So uh, I think it was Tom Brady actually throws him the ball. He catches it and he's like, "Yes, I just got like my million dollar bonus." Shit. You did that this week with Dallas Willard. <laughs> so thank you. You <laughs> yeah. you, you obligated 
Yeah. Was there a bonus your contract? For that? That's awesome. Yeah. I'm so glad. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. At that's Menlo, right. <laughs> you get $50 every time you say wow. Dallas Willard's name. That's cool. Where yeah. does that, where should I expect to see that? Adam Hendricks. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I'll talk to, I think yeah. I know him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> I didn't plan to include any Dallas Willard, not because I'm anti, but just, uh, as I was working through the sermon, uh, I think the night before, actually, that quote came to mind, and I was like, "Shoot, this is perfect <laughs> right here! Dang I have it!" To do it, <laughs> yeah. And so I brought it in in a little bit of a sassy way because felt like that was <laughs> it needed. was great. Yeah. yeah, I loved it. I think a lot of people appreciated your sass, especially with your story about football. <laughs> that's right, football. Mm-hmm. Football. That's right, and. It's cool to see how people's personalities will come out in their teaching mm-hmm. and in their mm-hmm. sermons. And I felt like a lot of times, especially for people that might not have a lot of reps up there on stage, you might try to personify who you're not just like what went into your writing, but actually your delivery or mm-hmm. how you're saying it. But I felt like it was actually you that mm-hmm. was up there. Mm-hmm. And I really appreciate that. I appreciate that. Thanks, man. <laughs> yeah, it's... uh taken a long time for me to like find my voice Mm -hmm. um tim keller again talks about how like when you're a young preacher you are you kind of preach in the voices of the people who inspire you Mm -hmm. and then it just takes a long time for you to there's like a a mold that comes together of all of those voices and that kind of becomes your voice a little bit and so i don't think i'm there yet but i i'm starting to feel like oh i do have a voice and i um yeah, super grateful for the opportunity. Sure. Yeah. And part of finding your voice is knowing what to say and how to say it. And so if you had more time to, that you could have mm-hmm. gone maybe, I don't know, 35 minutes, 40 minutes, yeah, yeah. what would you have included? Oh, man. Can I read you guys a quote? Absolutely. Sure. Okay. So this was kind of the other bit of like, this was actually the the real inspiration that got me really stoked on this passage as I read this quote from G.K. Chesterton. And uh, it's about practice. And so that's kind of like what got me in the mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's super beautiful if you get lost in it. Sorry, <laughs> I have the microphone. Okay, so it says, children have abounding vitality because they are in spirit fierce and free. Therefore, they want things repeated and unchanged. They always say, do it again. And the grown-up person does it again and again until he's nearly dead. Which, if those of you who have kids out there, you know exactly what this is like. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, it says, for grown-up people are not strong enough to exult in monotony, but perhaps God is strong enough to exult in monotony. It is possible that God says every morning, do it again to the sun, and every evening, do it again to the moon. It may not be automatic necessity that makes all daisies alike. It may be that God makes every daisy separately, but has never gotten tired of making them. Mm. It may be that he has the eternal appetite of infancy, for we have sinned and grown old, but our father is younger than we. We can't really do mic drops with podcast yeah. mics, but <laughs> if we could. We'll end right here. Man. That's how we do it. That's right. Mic drop is, we're done. That was great. Wow. Yeah. So I like, I love that quote. I love that idea. And I think often about God exalting in monotony and like mm-hmm. he's never grows tired of doing things again and again. Um, I don't know about you guys. I get tired of people and I like, <laughs> not like all the time, but like, you know, but you like spend just... enough time with someone. You learn this when you're a teenager, mm-hmm. right? 
if you've ever had one of those weekends where it's like, we have four days off, let's spend every night mm-hmm. together. And you stay at that person's house for like three and a half, four days. You're like, okay, I'm done. I'm like, <laughs> good. I'm ready okay. to go back home. Maybe you felt that with family <laughs> over the break. But God like never grows tired of meeting with us. Mm-hmm. That's crazy to me. I get tired of myself. I don't know how he doesn't <laughs> get tired of me, you know? Um, so uh, the, the connection to the passage is three times we see this like highlighting of someone who's young. So in the beginning, it's this young Jewish girl who, this Jewish slave who points Naaman to Israel. Then his young posse of cadets, when he goes off on his temper tantrum, <laughs> it's this young crew who's like, hey, just try it. It's okay. And then after Naaman is cleansed, it says that he has skin like a young boy, mm. which is this kind of like maybe unnecessary little adjective. But I saw this connection, this highlighting of like when we meet with God, when we're walking with him, it makes us young again mm. in this like deep spiritual sense. Um, I didn't really have time to talk about that in the talk. I would have loved to, though. Yeah. That's fascinating mm-hmm. that I love that the, the dichotomy between monotony being powerful or being a source or something you have to be resilient about. Mm. I've never really thought about it that way, but yeah. I think that's fascinating. And I think that coming out of the season that we were just in, where we had God with us coming as, as a young baby and thinking about how that intersects with what, what that passage just said, like mm-hmm. that's a really cool way that I can kind of try to put the pieces to, to understand God just a little bit better. And yeah. Yeah. It's, well, that's interesting. Really yeah. interesting. Yeah. And I, I love the idea of like just that we have access to God in mm-hmm. that way. Mm-hmm. Right. And we, like we said, we like get tired of monotony. Um, but that's where there's like real sweetness and freedom is in kind of just the daily, the mundane things. Keith Riley, who works here, mm-hmm. you guys know Keith. <laughs> He's the one that says on the podcast, he'll go, so. That's my Keith impression, everybody. <laughs> oh, I thought, that was I thought, really good. I, was, yeah. I, I closed I my eyes for a second. That's I right. Thought, okay. yeah. yeah. And my beard grew like yeah. four feet when I did that. <laughs> yeah. So uh, one of the things that Keith really cares a lot about is just how God is present in all spaces, in the mundane spaces of life. Like that's where God is. And um, I think we see that in the passage a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So what is your writing process like? This is a question we've been asking the last couple months. Um, do you like handwrite things? Do you type it out? Is it chaotic? How long does it take you? What does that yeah. whole look like? Yeah, um, I will usually uh, post up at a coffee shop. Um, I'll put on some like 90s R&B. That's mm, my, okay. just one of those like chunky beats sort of thing. That's like what really gets me kind of in the groove. And uh, after I've, um, written down a variety of like quotes and things that have kind of inspired me, I'll start to just type it out and get a rough draft. Being at Menlo, this is my first time. Uh, I've only been here for about a year. I was at another church for about the last 10 years. And the first time where the process is that other people speak into what you're writing, um, which has been so sweet for me and so hard mm. too, because mm-hmm. I'll write something and I'll get a suggestion and I'm like, well, that's not my voice um (laughs) which is so good like yeah i really really appreciate it um 
and am learning to appreciate it more and more. And so, yeah, so got my first draft all typed out. I do not do handwriting. The people who do that are really cool Enneagram fours, but like I can't do that. <laughs> so I'm like, I love that they do that, but I can't. Um, my hand would hurt. Yeah. But anyways, uh, so I type it all out and then I sent it out to, I think, seven or eight people mm-hmm. just for feedback. And um, they gave me some really good stuff. Actually, that quote was in there originally and someone was like, this is a whole separate sermon. You need to cut this. And I was like, tears stream down your face. And then I cut it out. Uh, I just need a moment to process this yeah. and lament just it grieve, and yeah. grieve it. Yeah. And then I remembered the Menlo podcast and I was like, yes, it'll live again. Um, so we're going we're gonna to just cut that part out. We're going a little long. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. No, yeah. Whatever we need to do. This is too but, long. We're going to cut it out. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, that'd be so sad. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah and so the feedback was really great and actually it was really cool uh on sunday while preaching like making eye contact with people who had like made a recommendation of like a paragraph or rewritten mm. a paragraph making eye contact while like saying that paragraph to mm. them and mm-hmm. like there was this like really sweet connection point it's cool. uh, really cool. with people who had spoken into it and so yeah and i think it was for sure better for that Awesome. Do you only ask Menlo people? Um, Menlo people and former Menlo people. Okay. Yeah. So um, podcast friend of podcast, Samantha Littlefield spoke into it. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's, <laughs> yeah. She's we great. love Sam. And uh, yeah, because it's a new process to me, it's mostly Menlo people cool. right now. Nice. Yes. I asked Tim Keller, but he didn't get back to me. <laughs> Just kind of rude, but that's right. we'll forgive him. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Gee. We'll let that one slide. <laughs> so this week, how would you encourage our listeners, our friends out there to put what, what you put out into the world into practice? Mm. Yeah, I think that um, it can be really intimidating um, when we're out of practice to get back into practice. Mm-hmm. I know I, I'm somewhat of a runner, not a very good one. Um, the longer that it goes between my runs, the more I dread my runs mm-hmm. because I'm like, this is going to be hard to yeah. get back into it. My lungs are out of shape. Mm-hmm. Um, and so usually I find that if I can just convince myself to like, okay, I'll do a mile and see how I feel. That's really helpful. Um, and I think it is a little bit the same with like our spiritual practices. Um, so really tangibly, I think just do something is kind of like the the big thing. It doesn't need to be a Bible reading plan. You don't need to be like, okay, the Bible in a year, I got this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start in Leviticus. Like don't oh, like, you don't need to do that, right? <laughs> like I think that um doing something out of the ordinary rhythm of your life mm-hmm. to say I'm going to make space to meet with God here. Um so for me personally, um yesterday <laughs> Yesterday, I went with a friend to pick up a bike that he bought. Mm. And then when I got back, um, my wife um, was still sleeping and she was supposed to let me into our building and mm. I didn't have building keys. And I was like, shoot, this is a bummer. It was about 45 minutes till she woke up. Um, and I was tempted to use that time to be frustrated. And then I had a thought, oh, I just preached a sermon on like getting into a new <laughs> practice. And so I just went on a walk around my neighborhood. And I asked God to meet me in that space. And it was really sweet. Like I didn't get any prophetic word or anything mm-hmm. like that. But it felt like this kind of like space out of the ordinary rhythms of life where I said, God, I'm here. And 
I would love for you to be here mm. and to show up. And I think that that is really it. It's breaking, breaking away from the usual rhythm. So do something. Yeah. That's the anything. <laughs> That's the really broad, but it's also really, broad. really helpful still. Yeah. yeah. I think uh, one thing you said that kind of reminded me of the episode we released last week was um, just kind of about how do you move on from 2022 and look back and see where God worked and look forward and see what are things that I want to accomplish or how do I want to become more like Jesus. And one quote you said was, if you can trace the hand of God in your past, you can trust the hand of God in your future. And I was just like, ooh, that's so good. Cause I think that's so perfect. It's like a New Year's Eve sermon or, or New Year's Day sermon or something. But I just felt like it was so good of like being able to look back at 2022, yeah. trace where God like moved. And sometimes we don't see it in the moment. Yeah. Um, but when we look back, we can usually see those things a little bit better. And then be able to say, okay, God brought me through all of that. I'm still here. I'm mm-hmm. still alive. What? And then now I can trust that he will continue to move in my life in, yeah. in 2023. I, I really loved that. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Can I give that quote to you? Shout out that to you. Or is that, that one's okay, a me. All right. So yeah, thanks. Oh. I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And it, it's so cool that, uh, again, God doesn't grow tired of that. Mm-hmm. Right. It's not like I can trace where he's been and oh my gosh, he's got to be done with me now. <laughs> right. But like he's showed up. He has always showed up mm-hmm. and he'll continue to do that with joy. Yeah. Like that, I don't know. Maybe it's just my personality type, but the idea that God delights in being with me, mm. uh, it's hard for me to grasp. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a whole, uh, not specifically you, but yeah. in general, a whole therapy session right there of like, <laughs> maybe you need to love yourself a little bit more because yeah, yeah, God yeah. created you that way. I mean, hello, totally, this yeah. is why I was in therapy, but <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think there's that. And there's also just the, like, a, most of us know our, uh, the worst parts of ourselves yes. better than anyone else does, right? Uh, except for God, who knows mm-hmm. the worst parts of us and still longs to be with us yeah like that's amen crazy that's great well josh thanks so much for being with us today yeah my pleasure and for those that are listening this week that maybe need help figuring out what to do because i our hope and our prayer for you is that you will do something this week you can text our team it's 50600-0402 and that will come to our team here and we would love to pray with you or just point, point you along on your go do something journey mm-hmm. so we're all about that so josh thanks again my pleasure. Woo. Thanks, guys. Come back soon. Being here. Go, Bye, everybody. Go Yeehaw. sports. Soccer, Happy New Year. Football. Happy go New sports. Year. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks so much for listening. And our hope is that this helps you connect deeper to Menlo Church throughout the week. We believe church doesn't just happen on Sundays. And this is just one of the ways you can connect with us and grow in your faith whenever and wherever you're listening. We'd love to come alongside you in prayer to encourage you or walk through anything that you're going through. All you have to do is text our online team at 650-600-0402. Thanks again for tuning in. This was Menlo Midweek.